I'm Jake. And I'm John. And this is Canine Critique. Welcome back to Canine Critique. Heck yes you say heck yeah every time yeah i think you do and, I, and halfway through it yes. i'm always like i said this last time oh yep well then i said it that time wow what a great start to an episode yeah we recorded early last time if i'm correct like we didn't record yeah. on our weekly normal basis it feels like it's been a while uh, it's been weird the past couple t- couple yeah. times thanks to the rona dude i'm blaming yeah. the rona for everything nowadays yeah can't pay my taxes Rona. I can't pay my taxes. Rona. Uh, can't go to Disneyland. Rona. Rona. I'm a loser. Can't bite the what? Rona. That's not because of Rona. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon? Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> oh, no, John. No. No, come back. John. No, come on. John, don't do that. Don't. I just... You're just sitting down. I just stayed sitting down. Use the theater of the mind against me. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> Use the theater of the mind against me. That's interesting. Man. Well, how was your week, dude? I had a pretty decent week myself. It is okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm just hopping on my new job. And it's fun because I don't have to walk around a mall and yell at people. Oh, you just work from home? Yeah, working from home. That's cool. So, Doing IT or whatever. Yeah, it's a good time. Uh, Very cool. So don't, don't, don't call me if you have problems with IT, because I would just tell you to turn it off and back on again. That usually does the trick. Wow. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. My computer froze a couple times during these practices, and it just like I just restarted. It works just fine. It's the age old. Sometimes have you ever like seen someone's computer and they just don't update it? It's just like updates ready, and you just push snooze on the updates. I always just say wait till 1 a.m. Yeah, hey. Just uh, update it. <laughs> update your computers. Keep your computers up to date, people. Jeez. Is that so hard to do? Good to know. How hard is that to do? <laughs> Not that hard. I used to just constantly snooze it. That's probably when my old, my old computer got pooped on. Hmm. Yeah. Because the problem is, here, here's the problem. You go, oh, I don't want to update it because it takes forever. The reason it's taking forever is because you never update it. Just wait. Do the wait till one a.m. thing. Yeah. Do what John does. Leave your computer. Say ready to do it at one a.m. Do I have to leave your computer on for that though? I don't know. I think you do. I haven't had to really update for a while, so maybe check up check for updates on your computer. Or if you're listening to a phone, how yeah, how often do you restart your phone? Not a whole time. You should do it more often. At least once a week. Like minimum, turn really? off and then back on again. Yeah. I'm, I'm, okay, these are things I. Yeah. Never. Would In know. our next podcast, I'll have a whole tech corner with Jake episode where I teach you how to maintain, and then I'll have another episode where I teach you how to maintain it too, but it's not not factual, and I'm not gonna tell you, I'm not gonna tell you which one's which. Wow. There'll be a part one and a part two, so. <laughs> Look out for that in our future TBD, TBA, TB named episode podcast. Which Jake me Lies. And, me and John. What? Jake Lies. That's what we'll call it. We'll call it Jake Lies. Jake Lies and John Tells the Truth. Jake Lies and John Tells the Truth. 
We've already been doing that for 45 episodes. Oof. <laughs> yeah, you've been duped. Yep, my opinions are the only valid one. Cats forever. Tell cats that they can just suck it, honestly. No. I gotta be honest, before we go, before we like really go into this, I don't have dog stories or dog news. <laughs> Maybe this will be just a shorter episode. I don't either. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm just... Let me think of something noteworthy. Did I talk about my book reading habits last week? No. Okay. I'd like to to be better. So here's the thing. I I enjoy reading. Whenever I start reading, I just... It's hard for me to stop because I like it. I like reading. But what I hate most is when I'm done reading the book, like I finish a book, that feeling you get at the end, it's like, well, that's it, you know? I can't get that feeling ever again. Why? Well... Not ever again. It's that I I hate how I feel. I hate how it makes me feel. So you never finish a book. So I don't finish books. Is this real? That sounds very dramatic. It it is dramatic, but I just, it scares the crap out of me because I really enjoy things. I hate spoilers. I hate, I hate all sorts of things like that. Yeah. But, but I love, love, love experiencing it for the first time. But I know when I'm done finishing it, I can't experience it again for the first time. What's a movie you'd like to experience for the first time again? Uh, movie I'd like to experience for the first time again yeah I think there are a couple Rogue One okay that's the first that comes to mind because when I was in theaters there was a, there was a ton of seats next to me on the left that just people were late and they walked in a few times and just in and out and just like I'm watching Star Wars and it this isn't just like any showing this was like the night bef- like the night opening night okay yeah 7pm tickets on that Thursday night and we were great seats these people cut off an arm and a leg from some gentleman for these seats and they just were walking in and out and bothering me all of the stuff on uh, Jeddah like when like when they are leaving the city to go over to Saw Guerrera I don't I I was so confused and then they picked up the pilot all of that I couldn't see because of the annoying people next to me. Wow. And so the first the first time I watched Get a clue, movie, people. Show up on time. Like, yeah, sit in your actual seats. Sit in your seats? That, that reminds me. There was a... It was for Grindelwald. The crime... Not, not the crimes of Grindelwald one before that. Just regular Fantastic Just Beasts. regular Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. I went to go watch it. And I am a good movie-going individual. I buy my tickets online. I print them off. I get everything ready and I'm there in my seat 10 or 15 minutes before the show starts. Like everybody should be. That, that should just be how it is for everything. If you have a meeting, if you're going to, if you tell someone you're going to be somewhere, be there, be there early. So I like to yes. think of it. Especially movies. I get it. There's previews. You can walk in and out during the previews. That's fine. That's fine. But if you are late, we should just lock the doors forever. Maybe. Anyway, I went to go watch Crown of Grindelwald at this theater. And I was, it was me and two other friends. And we walked up. And there were only two other people in the entire theater. The, the, the tickets I bought, I had just bought like an hour prior. It was, this was, it was pretty late after the movie came out. So a lot of people had already seen it. Mm-hmm. These guys are sitting back up in the corner, kind of where I thought I was going to sit. And I was like, I'm probably next to them or something. That's so weird. They were just right in your spot. They were on, they were in my seat. And 
here's the thing. I'm petty. I'm real like, petty. You could have sat anywhere else. Like you you could sit anywhere else. You could have sat anywhere else. I, I, I could have sat anywhere else. I could have. But I paid for that seat because that's where I like to sit. I'm really particular about my seating. And that's where I like to sit. It's a it's a whole deal. But the odds of them picking my seat just like no, like I get it. Like maybe you're theater hopping, maybe whatever. So I walked up and I was like, excuse me, you're in my seat. And they were like, You can sit there. They looked at each other like, what's the matter? Nobody else is here. And I was like, it matters to me because I paid for that seat and I need you to move. And like you could sit anywhere else. And I was like, I could, but that's my seat and you're gonna move somewhere else. And did they? And they were like, no, no, this is my seat. And they whipped up their ticket and showed me their ticket and they handed it to me. And I picked up my ticket and looked at theirs. And they mixed up the name of the theater, which is like, you know, it's like Cinemark 11 or Megaplex 12 yeah. or something like that, with the theater number that we were in. Oh. And I was they were like, just in the wrong movie. They were in the wrong movie. Idiot. And I was like, yes, your movie started 20 minutes ago. Our starts and fits. You're here to see Doctor Strange. We're here to see Crown's Grindelwald or something like that. And they were like, "What?" And I was like, "Yeah, theater's down the hall, down my seat." And they left. That's hilarious. Yeah. And I was like, my friends, of course, they were like trying to, like, dude, let's just sit more somewhere else. I'm like, no. But in the end, I'm glad I did that because they would have. <laughs> well, they're glad. They they should be glad I did that <laughs> because they were gonna start watching Crown's Grindelwald. Sorry. Fantastic Beasts where to find them. And they're missing out on the other movie. Also, how could you be so dumb to sit in a theater that's empty for 10 minutes? You know, like, theaters are generally pretty on top to put the movie on time. That's true. I bet it just runs up on some program or something. I don't know. But that's funny. That's petty me. I have have all kinds of movie theater experiences where I just tell people to get out of my way. I went to Dark Phoenix once in Park City. And no one was really in the theater, which makes sense because that's a nothing movie. <laughs> and about an hour and a half in, this dude walked in and I'm like, is he going to shoot someone? Like, <laughs> why, why is he here? <laughs> you don't just walk into a movie an hour yeah. and a half late. Yeah. And you sat down kind of like in the little aisle area. And I'm like, I've got my trusty Hobby Lobby box cutter if I need it. <laughs> <laughs> and then... The movie ends and I walk by him. He's like, there only was 20 minutes left in the movie. He was like so mad that he showed up late. He's like, what the heck? He was like all upset. I'm like, when did you think it started, man? Also, what are you doing here? It's not like the Avengers, okay? This is like the worst X-Men movie. It's like the most wet fart of an X-Men movie there is. Gosh. It's like a, yeah. It's the worst ending to the franchise. Honestly, I just... I don't even know why I'm here. I just come because this is what I do. Yeah. I go to movies alone for movies no one cares about. <laughs> and then I listen to it on a podcast later. And then we... And that's why we... that That's... And then I'll talk about it on my podcast. I'm almost a year later. Almost a year later. <laughs> Two years later. Honestly, dude. I, it just kills me. Years ago, Batman The Dark Knight came out. Dark Knight Rises. 2018. Or two, 2008. Dark Knight Rises. Oh, 2012. 2012. And my friend, God bless him, he helped me get tickets. His name's Isaac. Long, long friend and listener of the podcast. I've heard him. him. He, he got me 
two tickets to go see The Dark Knight Rises. But it was a special pass. You get like a necklace and it was... And you watch all three. You watch all three back to back. And you went with your girl at the time. Yeah, I went with my girlfriend at the time. And uh, when we went to sit down for the first movie, not a lot of people came for Dark for uh, Batman Begins. Mm, yeah. Which was a little weird. Dark Knight, there was a lot more people. But when the people came to sit down, sit down for the Dark Knight, um, we sat in front of the row where my friend was with his dad and his girlfriend. And... So family came in, they were like, hey, can you please move? And I was like, why? I I literally sat through a whole movie in this seat and I'm not gonna move now. Okay. Was it not allocated it, seating? No, it was. Oh. And I had the seat pasted to my chest from this necklace. It's like, okay. if this says it's my seat, this says it's my seat, I'm not gonna move. And it was a way better seat because it was closer to the middle. Oh yeah. I prefer middle seats or end seats, nothing in between. I agree. Yeah, anyway. If I'm alone, I usually do an end seat because then you need to go to the bathroom. Boom. Boom. I think like the closer I sit to the front, like the closer I sit to the screen, the more I want to be in the middle. No, the more I want to be the end. Really? Yeah, it's weird. It's like- The closer a, I am to the front, my eyes cannot keep up with the- Yeah. So each side of the screen. Yeah. So I don't know. It's like, maybe it's like an hourglass shape. Okay. So, but like a reverse hourglass shape. Does that make sense? Well, yes. A diamond. That's what it's called. <laughs> a diamond yeah okay where like, like if I'm in spindle. the middle if I'm in the if I'm close listen nobody sits in those front few rows you walk in there's like those rows off to the left or there's that that bar I like to sit right in the middle behind that bar okay but if I go up more I get closer to the outside then if I'm top if I'm in the back row with the back row anyway we were back middle seats and this these people wanted me to move like four seats closer to the end because they bought their tickets late and they wanted to sit close to their friends who bought their tickets on time. Be like, sorry, bro. And I was like, yeah, like I was really hesitant at the time. You lose. I was just some little high school Jake. But my friend Isaac's dad, he just let him have it. And that that's what it, it kind of like taught me then. Like, <laughs> like you stand your freaking ground. You don't like, take that crap. I don't, you don't take that crap. He was like, yeah, like I just don't understand why you guys wouldn't force him to move when you were late about buying tickets. And I, I don't get it. You know, I'm like, wow, geez. Like, if I, if I knew I could do that, okay, can I have your seats? Wow. <laughs> it was pretty good. Wow. He, like, he made it a little, like, a bigger deal than a bit too much. I would I would now, but he saved my life. He One time a night. dude, I was going solo, and a dude going solo was just sitting in my seat. I'm like, that's my seat. And he's like... Okay, and then he moved one over. He was just do. He was just buffering. Yeah. And I sat down. And he's like, I wasn't sure how many people would be here. I thought I could just spread out. I'm like, well, if no one shows up, we, we can spread out. No worries. He's like, okay, full theater. <laughs> Turned out to be a full theater. Oh wow. It's <laughs> on Knives Out. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. That's funny. I, if you're gonna be rogue for a movie, to go sit down in an empty seat, I think you have to. You're just gonna have to forfeit the first ten minutes of the movie. If you're gonna go yeah. sit rogue. Mm-hmm. Or like watch the first 10 minutes like leaned up against like the wall where nobody can see you standing there and then go find a seat. Does that make sense? Right. Because nobody, nobody's sitting in those seats that you're going to go sit in. So I need to come here for tips on tricks on movie theater yeah. filming experiences. That's, we should pivot this podcast to movie theater That's etiquette. Movie theater etiquette. You're right. Put your phones away. Jeez. Yep. I hate it when that happens. It's like... I'm sorry, was my was my watching a movie getting in the way of you texting your friend? Idiots. 
I, I hate. I don't care if you text during the previews. Yeah. Or the ads. I've noticed there's a lot more ads. If you go to like a megaplex here in Utah. Oh yeah. They show like not. They show like Zion's previews, bank, or, or they'll be like first Coca-Cola, and I'm like. I've seen four Coca-Cola ads. Or what's those two guys that are like, is it pest control or some insurance company? Is it Frankenstein thing? Yeah. They, yeah I've seen they, that. That's okay. Those, those guys are actually pretty good. That's good. The, anyway, this local commercial. If you're seeing like Transformers 4 or 5, I don't care if you're on your phone. Yeah. You can talk. You can yell. Shell, shell. So, if you're watching like The Meg, be on your phone. I don't care. Yeah. Like, but if you're watching Endgame... Yeah, or like the Green Book, Star Wars, or like ninety percent of the movies out there. Yeah, if you're listen, if you're in the IMAX theater, if you're in this like yeah. the theater of that theater, you know what I'm talking about, like the mm-hmm. XD or whatever they say. Turn your put your off. phone away. Yeah, put I turn away. mine off so it doesn't pull me out of the story. Yeah, my phone's one hundred percent is always on silence, so it's just my watch. I turn to theater mode, mm-hmm. and then boom, nothing. But by gosh, by golly, it's been the only thing that ever holds me back from snapping at him is Sadie, who sits next to me like, don't, like, don't. Like, wow. Yeah, like, don't, because I'm like, like I, 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 one more time, one more time they pull their phone out, I'm seriously, <laughs> I'm going to make a bigger deal than it needs to be. Last time that Eli was visiting, we went and saw Shazam. And we're like, I'm like, wait excited i'm like shazam it's like the, the one dc thing i'm very excited for since years and there's these dudes who won't shut the frick up like to the behind us and he's like i'm tough to be quiet and i'm like whatever you want so he was just like hey guys we're trying to watch something is can you just quiet down they're like oh yeah, yeah cool yeah like, cool but they kind of still kept they peter off it's like my annoying little brother jack who i love so much but he's always like He'll be like flicking his soda can. My dad's like, stop it. And he just has to do it one more time after he yep. gets told to stop. And my dad's like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> dude, I was I was a little kid once too. And you were that kid. Dude, I still do that. I, I obeyed 100%. What? I obeyed 100%. Yeah, bull crap. Ask my parents. I never lie. Oh, <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll call them up right now. What's your mom's number? Oh, it's um, <laughs> one, two, three. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up, Jake. You, you, you caught me. Yeah. Anyways, I don't even have a mom. Dude, I hate it. Just kidding. Well, there was one time I went to a movie with you, John. It was me and you and your brother Thomas. Is this Isle of Dogs? When no one was it in was the Isle of Dogs. It was just us three. And I, I remember. We might have talked I, about this. I was this. having a. Like, I was in like a deep, like serious text conversation. I forgot who it was with. Or was this when we saw. Or Superman. Superman. It might have been. But Death of no, Superman. It was just the three of us in the theater. So it was okay, that was Isle of Dogs. It was definitely Isle of Dogs. And I remember we all sat like one apart from each other. No, we sat together. Either way, they were like, oh, maybe it felt like that because they were like luxury loungers or something. They were luxury loungers. We had little tables, though. Either way, whatever. Yeah. And so I, I just remember I pulled out my phone like for the first half of the movie. I like was texting with. Somebody. I was freaking annoyed. Just kidding. I didn't remember until you just brought it up. Yeah, I was like, and I ever since then I've been like, oh, whatever. John was like upset with me. I was still paying attention to the movie, but like I've I've never done that ever. That's the one and only time I've ever. Done that. <laughs> I was probably disappointed at the time, but that was like three years ago, <laughs> maybe two years ago. Jeez, jeez, that was like three years ago. Wow. Yeah. Holy crap! But yeah, that's yeah, it's stuck with me ever since. The only time, and I I still feel bad. I just don't understand how you can think that. Nobody else can see your phone. Sometimes I just want to. How, how, how would you approach it? Would it would it be better to say, "Hey, could you put your phone away?" Or go, 
oh wow looks like like uh, Michelle's really having a problem yeah you should probably step out and give her a call yeah help her out with that flat tire she's complaining about I guess you could do that I went and saw this is the are, last are you thing. looking at my phone well it's on yeah, I paid. I came in here. I paid. I paid I to, watch to watch the screen. screen. Didn't know which one. I'm sorry. It was two, <laughs> two, two of them turned on at the same time. This is the last one that we got to share because we got to talk about this movie. But oh, you're, right, you're right. You're right. I went and saw Field of Dreams the other night. The Dude, other Field week of Dreams with my sister. Did you cry your? Did you cry your eyes out? Not really. But I just there. Were, it was me and my sister, and then two other people, and I just pulled out my phone. I didn't care because I'm like, this movie was been out for decades. No one's here seeing it for the first time. I'm in like the Heber City Theater, which is pretty subpar. So I'm like, I'll just text. I don't care. I was pretty, pretty discreet because I'm like, I've never done this before. Yeah. I get it. Just step, just step out. Nah. Just, just not, not all the way out. Just like down around the corner where nobody can see your phone in the light. Yeah. Anyways. Anyway, dude, we just, that's our dog story. That's our, that's our dog story. Um, I think... Anyway, we watched we watched Oddball. We've been talking about it for a bit, like a really long time. Yeah, we have. Originally, we were going to watch it with like the Birth Control podcast, and they were going to come on. Yeah, but they suck. <laughs> what? Just kidding. No, uh, with the coronavirus and things, scheduling just is poopy. And I told them that hey, like we're planning on killing the podcast sometime soon. <laughs> And they didn't mind that we watched it without them. Okay. Had, they, had one of them seen it or they just randomly picked it? Um, they Because the description is what... The description's wild. It is, it's but you wild. know what? If someone said, this is my favorite childhood movie, I wouldn't have believed them. Or I wouldn't yeah. believe their dumb childhood self. But this is um, pretty good, actually. <laughs> this turned out way better. Yeah. Because you read the premise for Karate Dog and it, it's, it reads the exact same way that this one does. The premise is like, there's an island that's only inhabited. It's, a, it's an island sanctuary that's only inhabited by these special penguins called fairy penguins. And there's there's some foxes that have attacked these guys and they've dwindled, them, dwindled the population down. So this dog, Oddball, steps who's a, in. Who's a chicken dog. Who's, who's a chicken dog, steps in to protect to protect the penguins and... In, save the town. Save the town. Like, save the sanctuary. The... the, the doesn't that just sound like oddball? Like sound like Cry Dog? Mm-hmm. It, it, like most dog movies weird. are crazy like this. But what's so cool about this one is it's based off of a true story. It's based on a true story. I think there's some genuine, genuinely good cinematography. And I feel like the director of this, who's an Australian director, it takes place in Australia. Like, I think genuinely tried really hard to give this movie the greatest attention that she could. I think that that's... Uh, like as there is as a sounds. sheen there's a sheen of um quality on this movie that isn't there for like i bet the budget on this was lower than like an airbud but it, mm-hmm. it feels more like a real movie than airbud does. it does and I, it might be because it's a true story and it might be because they didn't focus on the dog as much or it's in australia or it's in australia but i think you know that around the head it's that they really gave the movie the best attention that it did that they could have it feels like a real movie Rather than twelve dogs of like Christmas, Airbud is becoming. Uh, let's see how much more money we can get out of this. Yeah, and it's just the cut and paste. This movie feels like there was heart and yeah, and real care given to it. And geez, like we don't need a bunch of zany dog. Even though that was in it, it was in it, but it was like it was done so well. <laughs> 
It was, was a it dog was, messes up an entire town's fair. Yeah, and it was bad. <laughs> but camera was look, there's like some really good slow motion shots. Yeah, there's the camera work was really good. What, what's what? I was like, here we go again. But yeah. then I was like, this isn't bad. Yeah. Like, uh, there's this woman stepping out of a, like, an Asian food restaurant. And they put, like, a camera on her tray of soup. Yeah, and when the dog runs under her legs, it follows a camera that's on the tray. And as it falls over, so you see all the soup, like, roll off. It was like, that is really really intuitive shot. Or what, what is that shot? I don't, is there another movie where they do it where... People are driving and like like stop like the grab goes like, slow motion <laughs> as they like, it's like make eye contact for a sec and then it goes back to normal. Yeah, that was fun. I was surprised. Um, Alan Tudyk's in this movie as well. Yeah, none of us I, knew that. I saw him jump in. I was like, is that that's a, that looks just like freaking Alan Tudyk. Looked it up. Boom. It was Alan Tudyk. Just and being an American. Yeah, he does a good he's job. He's from New York. No, he's really good in this movie. It's the first and movie I've seen him in in a, in a bit where he hasn't done the voice of something or been a bird. <laughs> it's true. Which is, I know, it's pretty good. Alan Tudyk's great. He, he they kind of make him look like he's going to be the villain, but he's not. He's just doing his job. Yeah, he's just, it's, it's, it's pretty tender. It's pretty cute. But yes, the grandpa. The false guy, what's his name? Swampy? Swampy, something like that. Swampy, and he has a granddaughter. His granddaughter, she's like nine years old. And a daughter. And his and his daughter, who's dating the Alan Tudyk character. And she, the daughter, so like the grandpa's wife used to run this penguin sanctuary, but she died, yeah. and so the daughter takes care of the penguin sanctuary. But the penguins are being whittled away by foxes. There's a scene later where they kind of have an argument because the sanctuary is dying because the foxes are killing them. Yeah. And they're, they're having an argument where the daughter is, like, upset because her whole life is ruined mm-hmm. because she had to take the, the the sanctuary and that her dad didn't care about it because he had to take yeah, care of the chickens. You, you're just going to let mom's work fly in the breeze? Of course I wasn't going to let that happen. And that that scene, I think, that, that was my least favorite scene in the whole movie. Oh, yeah? Because I hated it. It was just, like, just everybody, like, when, when somebody dies in your family... Everybody suffers from that. Like, why are you trying to claim that you miss the person more? Yeah. Like, what does that have to do with anything right now? Just shut up and get the job done. My goodness gracious. Jordan B. Peterson. He's a uh, clinical psychologist. (sighs) I'm afraid by, like, even mentioning... People hate him online. I'm afraid by even mentioning this. Just go ahead. You already opened up the can of worms. Jordan B. Peterson, he's a psychologist. He talks about the difference between tragedy and hell, though. And he's like... Tragedy is someone in your family dying. Hell is everybody at the funeral arguing. He's like, nothing is worse than that. Yeah. You could probably handle your, like, you could muster the strength to get through a funeral of your loved one. Mm-hmm. Like, if everybody starts arguing, it's hell. And I'm like, this is like kind of what you're describing. Yeah. It just, it, it, it gets nowhere. Just listen to each other. And I get it. It's being dramatic. I doubt that conversation. In fact, that conversation never happened in real life because Swampy... His wife didn't die, oh. and that the granddaughter—he—they actually just have a nine-year-old daughter. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So, so I wondered how true to real life this was. Yeah, a lot of it is the original oddball who stayed on the island and protected the penguins from the foxes. The original one was only there for three weeks, mm. and then his successors were there for seven years. This is a real Togo Balto situation. Yeah, so I'm saying, <laughs> Oddball, 
Is he really that special? What about his homies? They should have had him die at the end of the movie and they make up like a memorial force of dogs to... They're called the oddballs. The oddballs. They have patches and then they can make an animated movie about it. It's like the Suicide Squad of dogs. Yes. And then uh, in the the animated version, there's a penguin that wants to join the oddball team just to help protect penguins. But he's like an outsider. No, a fox wants to join them. Uh, There it is. That's it. That that's our play. And then there's a crossbreed dog fox animal. Crossbreed dog fox. I actually animal. don't think that can happen. I don't think it can either. I don't want to look it up either because I'm afraid of what I'll find. Yeah. Um, How often does it happen to you? Like have a question, you like go to Google and you like start typing in. And you're like, I don't want to look this up. Yeah. A lot. No. I'm just <laughs> Every day. <laughs> um. What else is there? We're talking about the grandpa's pretty good. There's some really affecting scenes when he's like watching some old footage of his granddaughter and his his daughter and his wife and yeah. on the penguin island. It's like beautiful down there. Yeah. There's something about like shorelines and beaches that's just In gets Australia. me going. He he um what was I gonna say? Oddball's like Marley to some extent. Yeah. What this is what I never didn't understand about like every single dog movie is that everybody in the town knows the dog. Yeah. Oh, there's Oddball again, destroying oh. priceless projectors that project on the water. <laughs> there's only two of these in the world. It's like, and they're all at Disneyland. I've seen them there. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe one's in SeaWorld. They, they, Disney World loads it to SeaWorld <laughs> on Saturdays. What if like low-key there's like Disney owns somebody who owns somebody who owns somebody who owns somebody who's like co-owned by people who are owned by owned by owned by SeaWorld people and they're just all in connections. There's like some secret web connection of every entertainment. Lagoon is somehow in there. Lagoon is in there. Uh, Michigan Adventures in there. Cedar Point. Carowinds. Six Flags. All of it, dude. That's a podcast for another day. All right. Well, I'll look at... Well, Check us out on our new TBD, TBA, TBA. True, true crime podcast. True crime podcast. True crime. We'll have episodes for everything. Yeah. Just because. I mean, I don't know what it'll be. What it'll be, what would you call it? Something like uh, Jake, John, and Bud. In between your ears. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um, but Alan Tudyk wants to. I mean, they these whale watchers want to turn the Penguin Island into a whale watching island, mm. and he gets behind it, not knowing what island they were going to choose, and then that kind of causes a rift between the mom who's dating Alan Tudyk and and the mom and Alan Tudyk, um, and then someone's been like sneaking onto the island and killing penguins and like releasing foxes onto the island or whatever, and then Oddball starts to it starts to go down the penguin killings and then that person like snuck on and like tranked oddball and was took gonna him sell him the island. yeah and there's a lot of tranking humor of people getting tranked which is like okay i guess i guess it's okay i mean i re- they realize that mostly kids will probably watch this movie but no thank you if we had tranks let me just make them pass out don't make them act all loopy yeah do a suppression hold tai chi suppression hold um, 
but it turns out that the person you, you think you're led to believe it's Alan Tudyk who's like doing this but no it just turns out that it's one of the people on their team whose boyfriend works on the whale watching yeah because she just wants to sip champagne and look at whales not a great motivation yeah honestly I think she just wanted so badly to play a villain in her life but she <laughs> did not do a good job like because at the end villain always share their motives or like when they're on the edge yeah and she's backing up like she picks up one of the last penguin eggs because the penguin eggs count for the total for and they, they can't penguins. drop beneath 10 or else the island gets shut down and so she's like walking backwards with it like just saying the villain tropes yeah like I you got me monologuing yeah freaking it's it's fine she drops the egg gently but then it knocks down and rolls down a hill just like the beginning opening credits for dinosaur dinosaur then oddball gets the egg oddball crawls down and gets the egg and saves the day saves the day that's the end and there's not it's not complicated it's maybe too complicated there probably didn't need to be a villain it could have just been don't let the island fall apart yeah but it was it wasn't the worst thing this is a good premise for a Wes Anderson movie yeah just make the animals talk maybe I don't know I don't know it just felt like it's just so silly to me it's an interesting premise but I I don't I didn't hate it like this washed up old chicken coop guard has to go guard penguins he's like what's the difference between chickens and penguins neither of them can fly you know what it can't be that one's just dressed in tuxedos one's just dressed up for the dance there's a lot of the grandpa narrating yeah and it's a little weird yeah when you first meet him he's butt naked you're right just showering like a freaking dog I mean you don't see see anything then he throws on a rope and walks around the corner he cracks an egg and just eats it like straight out of the egg in his mouth I'm like that's a real farmer right there yep there's a man I met in Michigan and he was just like that scares me to death yep well that's all I have to say about it yeah I was going into this thinking it was going to be another dog on it but that's a hot dog from Jake yeah same go watch Oddball John picked it up from was it Walmart I went to Walmart and there was six puppy tails in a oh, six puppy tails in a comp like a combination DVD pack this is five bucks five barks five five dollars <laughs> okay and this is the famous there's always like you know you get a combination pack there's like the one movie you buy it for yep I think this is it because Oddball's on the cover yeah I'm not gonna watch the other five movies <laughs> I'm actually gonna leave it here with you oh you are yep why I wasn't planning on telling you but no yeah John I'm gifting it to you I guess thanks yep I guess yeah cheese Louise peas Louise stop what chicken butt oh my penguin gosh penguin butt oh dude, got him you totally got me dude yeah. <laughs> anyways um compliment sandwich like we said it looks like there's a lot of care and attentiveness in that goes into this movie what wasn't great there's not a lot that's bad i can't think of a whole lot of bad things it was pretty lit yeah it does the dog tropes well like they're all there this is like a good air bud movie well that's what i'm saying is i'm I'm saying that 
I was saying I like it better than the Air Bud movie because the Air Bud are just tropes now. Yeah. This does the dog movie tropes, but it's not so much about the dog. It's about the people, and that's what makes dog movies good. And the effect of focus the dog, it yeah. on the people and the effect the dog had on the people's lives. I think the filmmakers had an affection for this story. Like they're like, we want to tell this story in film because it's a pretty heroic story. So. Yeah. They did it. And boom. Now now all those penguins are thriving yeah. on that island. And you can thank Oddball for that. <laughs> that that's what you can thank. And only Oddball. Nobody else. Nobody else was involved. Yep. Not the conservation team. Nobody. Not the seven years of dogs afterwards. Yeah. The Oddballs. And I get it. So it's easier to understand that things don't happen naturally. So you just plop a bad guy into the story. But man. Yeah, the bad guy. That's the crap part of the sandwich. Yeah, it's a bad guy. So yeah. Oddball. Oddball. Go watch it. it. You can probably watch it on a lot of things. Came out in 2015. Alan Tudyk. Now you can narrow down your search. Yep. It's turned out way better than I thought it was going to be. Me too. But, yes. Same. But, yeah. Tune, tune in next week to hear us talk about another dog movie. Another dog movie. We're not sure yet. Catch us on uh, caninecritique.com. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Gmail. Well, you still can We'll probably keep it open still. I'll probably keep it open. But no one's going to check it that much after this is over. I'll set up like a bot that's like, to check us in, check us out at Jake and John in between your ears at Spotify. Or do you want it to be John and Jake? Or the, the JJ Sandwich podcast? I'll put just John's podcast. Just John's podcast? And then in very small writing, it's like Jake's here too, I guess. Jake's here too, I guess. The Just John podcast. P.S. Jake's also AJP. here. P.S. J.A.H. Yep. Okay. P.S. Jake's also here. Okay. Uh, working title. We'll see what happens. Just switch out the J and the J for so it says Jake's. Just Jake podcast. What do you think? No. All right. Thanks again to Elijah David Webb for the music. Heck yeah. And... Yeah, anything else you want to say to our lovely listeners? Thanks for listening. You guys are great. We didn't put in the dog news theme. I didn't, but I'm not going to do it now. Just put it in after the end. After the end, just randomly put it in. Made it a second of silence, a beat, and then it's like, dog news. And then I I would feel like I still have to say something, though. No. Okay. But, catch you you in the doghouse next week. Time. Bye.